0: We're sorry. All of our representatives are still assisting other customers. Please remain on the line as we value your call.
1: Uh, Welcome back to another edition of the Disconnected Podcast. You're here with your hosts for the day. You know what I'm
0: saying? Except for the day.
1: No, I ain't hosting a day. <laughs> man, we just switching up a little bit, man. Let us know what you think. If it's anything about it you like or don't like, then, then I'll let us. I'm Bryant, a.k.a. Mac. I'm here with Steve. What's up? And uh, we, we got a special guest on a, on the show today, man. Uh, Mr. Streety Baby himself.
0: You should know who he is by now. We play his music on every fucking episode. Yeah. Shout him out. He's in most of the descriptions so I just, we just figured it's about time that we got him on the show Yeah. and lo-fi lo- lo- gangster basically get you familiar with who he is Yeah. Um, I will say just a little back and we all know each other but um, I'll talk about how I met you initially mm-hmm. because I just knew you as a dude from NC that played ball because everybody know I'm a Duke fan you you NC to the core so we already clashed because we, we you know what I'm saying Two opposite teams, right? I just knew you from playing ball. Um, then the next time I see you, you t- you taking pictures, right? Photography. Yo, yo, you need pictures? Holla at Streets. All right. Um, then, you know, we on we on the scene. Go to the club. Go to Bay Hall. Who do I see DJing? Street. I'm like, yeah, who the fuck is this dude, right? And then, of course, everybody had their clicks, they rapping, whatever. And lo and behold, who who do they link up with to record? Get they shit mixed? Who makes beats? It's you. So at, at this point, you was it, it wasn't not only that it was yeah like music was like you had a master's degree in music in just the history of music. We're talking about composing, talking about melodies, all this shit. Like just kicking it with you. I would learn more than i ever could about or i ever thought about how in-depth music is 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 more than just you know putting putting a beat together rhyming when we talk about hip-hop like you you had like this in-depth knowledge in history of it but i don't think that was your actual start right or wrong
2: yeah nah not not at all and I think, yeah, a lot of that just came from for real um, lack of knowledge of music and being around people that had the knowledge, you know what I mean? Um, and just being like, man, like, okay, how, how, how are they getting these sounds? Okay, well, I need to do research okay. and figure out how they got these sounds. And then, like, really just um, seeking out and just hanging around a lot of people that were older than me, <clears throat> a, lot of, a lot of stewards of the game, you know? Um, people that like were on like hip hop back in like the 80s or people that actually um knew about the origins of hip hop you know what i'm saying we're talking now getting into like members of the universal zulu nation and stuff that were like putting me on to hey you this is cool you know lil wayne and mike jones and all that yeah (laughs) yeah this is cool but do you know about the pillars of hip hop Mm. do you know about the beginnings do you know about the peace, love, and the unity, and having fun. Do you know about these things.
1: So you started at the f- foundation of hip-hop, it sounded like.
2: For real, like, when yeah, when I first came into it, right? Because I started off just like everybody else, you know, like, um, <coughs> being, being a kid, making pause tapes.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, as, as I began to, like, well, you know, like, when Napster came out, and then LimeWire and BearShare, and um you know i was like okay you know this this uh this stuff around 2004 2005 the music that was coming out okay it's cool you know it's cool for the club or whatever but i like this like what is this oh this came out in 1990 1991 or this tribe called quest or this uh this illmatic wow like they were really on to something, so you know I kind of gravitated towards that and found myself listening to a lot of tribe called Qu- tribe called Quest, Camp low Busta Rhymes stuff like that. And I would I would always hear the like, Zulu Nation, you know. And then, you know, fast forward a little bit, I, I came to like meet some members of the Universal Zulu Nation who was in you know was just putting me on like this is why this sounded like this. Mm. This is this is why this is the way it is. You know, hip hop started with the DJ, you know, you got to go back and do, you know, do the history and talk about um Grandmaster Flash and the and the quick mix technique, you know what I'm saying? Like hmm. just just stuff like that. How do you How do you again Streets? Uh 34. 34, okay.
0: So his name is gone through, not to cut you off, his name's gone through a few evolutions. So if we call <laughs> him Streets, he's Streety Baby now, but Okay. we know him from I ain't gonna shout your government out, but yeah. we know but we know him from Streets. I know you're from Street Art Productions. Foreign affairs, um, private the, I club. Know, I know who knows me from where about what they call me? Yeah, so I mean, we you know <laughs> in depth. So streety. Oh no, do we? or, Was no, that? No, I mean we, we. Oh, okay, okay. Just, I'm just putting people on as I to, mean, if they know, hear different I, names. You know, okay, yeah, you for know what sure. Saying? Like, well, I thought. You know what I'm saying I
1: was just trying to stay off the government at all costs. <laughs> I'm <was> like, let <laughs> me stay away from that <laughs> one.
0: Um, but it's
1: I I'm, I'm I'm listening to you, and I don't know if this is an East Coast thing, but on the West Coast we never dove into the foundation of hip hop or music like that. So he mentioned like love and and I'm like, damn, like uh, all I knew was gangster shit. <laughs> <'Cause> that's where, <laughs> that's, know, that's
2: where... crazy because, because, you know, when we, you know, when I first met you back in the, back in the day, you know, it's funny because I had never been off of it. I'm from North Carolina, right? But we considered ourselves a part of the East coast. And I had never met anybody from, like, the West Coast, West Coast like that, right? Like, anybody who, like, came to my high school that was from, like, Texas or California and that came with the Chucks and the Dickies, like, we clown them dudes. Yeah. And then eventually they they kind of just conformed to what we had going on. But it was, like, there was never any... Like, we knew about Snoop and Cube and all of them, you know what I'm saying? But then, you know, uh, coming into adulthood and, like, just meeting new people... um. You know, like then you learn about like the Bay Area sound or like yeah. like real LA, <laughs> real LA music. It's like, oh well, y'all really it's just on some whole other type stuff. Yeah, it was like, more
0: y'all than, more than two short, like, yeah. sugar free, right, right. And, it, and at first, it's,
2: at, at first, it felt like disrespect. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it felt like, man, y'all just don't care, man. And it's like, nah. Like when you get into that, um, that history on the West Coast, and you realize that you had. Um, I mean, really, NWA really popped everything off. Right?
0: Yeah, they they broke the attention, but that,
2: that it, reality.
0: Yeah, right, now right? you start to set and in, then, and then it, you like, realize.
2: Then you realize they're the ones that ushered in the game yeah, they for the sure. rap, because before that it was all party and.
1: and you in you California, know? people try to box us in. Like when people think California music, everybody always say, "Man, I don't listen to California music. I don't want to hear E forty. <laughs> Right. Okay. That's that's one. E40 is hard. First off, um, first off, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and and number two, we do a lot in California with music. You know what I mean? On and, and com- I, completely I, different I, spectrums. It's a wide spectrum.
2: Right. And I'm guilty of that. Right. Um, early on, because I I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, a lot. A lot of people don't. And then and then to go in and like um like do the digging later. It was just like. Oh my God, I've been asleep for so long. I mean, like, you even get into like the Spanish rappers and stuff like that, like, like yeah. Kid Frost, right? You know? Like just, just all, all of these like um minuscule or unsung characters that y'all had coming out of the LA area. Um, man, even, even to like the Bay. Like, I I love I love the sound that came out of the bay, right? Like, um, like Keith the Sneak, Mac Dre.
0: Most people yeah. don't even uh, really know. About that sound. Yeah, I mean, that, they, they kind of got an idea in what it is now, yeah. but uh, like it, ha- it,
1: it has a stamp to it.
0: Yeah, like for for a long time, I didn't even know Master Ace was influenced from the Bay Area Master sound, a- right? Mm-hmm. So, a- AZ, yeah. So when I hear it sitting on Chrome, I'm like, yo, why? It's got that bop to it. But then you Talking can start, like, yeah, like
2: hieroglyphics, Far Side, like all all, all, all of that stuff, you know. But,
0: what I'm mean? But it's a, it's an identity shift because New
1: York is going through it right now, and. Not New New York, New York, New, not, no, yes, they are. No. New York niggas hated Brocky. Rocky. Um, that's not going
0: through it. They, they you know, like, I, gotta, I got my own. Because New York has always been one sound. Right. And it, and what they're going through right now is a difficulty trying to, like, shape the identity of what New York hip-hop is. It, it, the issue was before is y'all conforming to everybody else's sound. We got our own sound, which I get it. But you're going to get left behind. That's, that's the... That's the old cat that don't want to... Until Benny the Butcher come through. <laughs> no, no, that's definitely Benny them, yeah, them, 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 them niggas talking but, that old New York but, shit. But that's the Wu but, sound. If you listen to it, that's our a, that's a Wu-Tang influence, though.
2: And that sound will never die. It
0: won't. No, 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 it, it won't. won't. That for sound sure. will
2: never die. Like, like that sound, right? That, that, um, that boom, bap, that soulful sound. That and, won't go. And, and um, the G-funk sound. Like those two sounds will never die. Man. Right, like you go back and listen to um, Kendrick Lamar's sophomore album the, uh to Pimp a Butterfly, mm-hmm.
1: right? The old Bill Clinton Parliament G G Parli- Funk, yep, yeah.
2: yeah. all the way through, yep. Right, Snoop Dogg Snoop Dogg is still able to release music that slaps because he like
0: he he, he used that sound G Funk. He, he found his pocket, um, and, he, and he he'll have the stylistics on the hook. Speaking of <laughs> right. speaking of pockets, um, I've been able to watch you. You you are a renaissance man, right? So I've been able to watch you just evolve, 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 evolve with each project, with each, just everything you do. I think you found your pocket with the old dog tape. This is my opinion, though. The old dog tape for me, because I remember you from not just rapping, but you were heavy with your, meet, your beat making, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and That's then, where it all started. Yeah, but then you stopped rapping. You, I think it was after uh, Tokyo Nights two, you kind of just like mm-hmm. never heard a lyric from you again. And you said that it was, like, it
2: was actually it was actually like midway through Tokyo Nights two when I was just like hey, it's
0: not, right. It's but not once a it game. was complete, like no project ever came back out after that. And you, you got low for a minute, and then you started you started just like dropping little shit, little shit. Then I I, I think I heard Newport's. Then then I bumped into the old Dog tape. And I'm like, okay. I was like, okay. Uh, he he, he found he found something right here. And then you kind of laid low again. Then you came back with chill mixes. Then it was Smokes. Um, And then for me, it was Smokes, Smokes 2, Clouds, Clouds 2. But for me, for me, I think. I I think your toughest tape was whole snack. (laughs) <laughs> yo I don't give a f- I put whole snack against your whole catalog Yeah that that little that little window wherever you was at whatever you was going through fam it, you created a masterpiece with that
2: nah I appreciate it it's it's funny um
0: no wait wait I'm gonna cut, I am gotta cut I gotta ask you what is your before you go on, what's your what's your favorite project who,
2: it's between whole snacking. It's between whole snacking, smokes too.
0: Okay,
2: that's crazy. You mentioned old dog tape because, uh, yeah, that's a lot of people just they don't know about that one. And I, I you know, um, it was just a bunch of old beats, and I was just like, man, I want to start putting out beat tapes. But- and uh, I kind of just threw that one together and put it out. I think well, that's there's a what, couple of people that still hit me about that one.
0: That's the one, but yeah, that it's got uh, to
2: it's, it's be between whole snack and uh, smokes 2. smokes one? two is definitely probably my most successful one that I've released to date. What's your uh, what platforms are you on? Uh, I don't want to be. The, I don't want to do the stereotypical rapper <laughs> stuff. Yeah,
1: you can find me on. Yo, go check me uh, out <laughs> on all
2: the platforms. Well, no, <laughs>
1: only only reason I ask that is because I've <laughs> been on Spotify looking for you, and I don't see a lot of your catalog on Spotify.
2: Yeah, it's 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 all on Spotify. Um a lot of the backlog stuff though is only just like on uh on Bandcamp or SoundCloud. Okay. Okay. But most of my newer stuff um anywhere from the first smokes all the way through uh clouds too is uh is on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, um Tidal, Google Play.
0: I was definitely typing was in not, the wrong yeah. name. I don't talk about the Tokyo Nights projects because those are personal to me. Like, I was, out, for, for the Tokyo Nights 1, I was there for some of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, well, and then you had Ibex on too. I told you about Ibex. I fuck with that. But, again, that's a, like, we was there for those nights.
2: Yeah. And, and for real, like, that's what inspired, like, literally, um, I did an interview about this probably back in, like, twenty. 2016 about Tokyo Nights 2. and the dude asked me. He was like, "Man, what what is inspiring all, <laughs> all this music?" And I'm like, "I literally, I literally will sit down and just make beats. I made like five beats, put them on a CD, throw them in the car, and drive through Tokyo, and just rap. Like my process is really personal, um, or it had it had gotten that way. You know, after a while, it's just like, um. You know, if I'm if I'm telling things from my experiences and stuff like that, and I'm like, okay, well, you have an experience, too. Okay, cool. Would you would you listen to my verse on this song? And if if you feel it, can you hop on it? And if not, then I'll just finish the song. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know, whereas before, like early on, it was just like, oh, man, you know, I'm trying to put everybody on every song, you know. But um, for those two projects specifically, it's like. okay, do you have an experience in Japan? my man from North Carolina, no, you don't. So I, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, it, it
0: doesn't don't relate. make sense. Yeah. You know? Makes sense. Girl. What was a moment that led you to music and then led you to creating music, but also fostered your your, your constant evolution?
2: Um, I gotta say, I feel like music, the creation of music it was just kind of a fluke, right? Like um, it happened in high school. So I was a dude that used to like burn CDs for people. I was that guy. Not everybody had a CD burner, right? And my granddad was trying to write a book. So he would do all these audio recordings for his book.
1: Hmm.
2: <clears throat> so we went to Best Buy, I got a CD burner. And then I was the kid with the with the mixtapes, downloading stuff on Napster. And uh, at the time making the band was on with Diddy and all of them and there was this producer named Tony Dofat. and he was just like it's the first time i think anybody during that time period has seen anybody make beats that wasn't involved in the industry you know okay. like now you can just see it i'm like oh oh that's cool the beat machine i have never seen a beat machine and then there was this kid um this rapper named D Dice in my high school and he was like yo uh can you download programs i was like yeah yeah i can i, I can get any program i think He's like, yo, there's this program called Fruity Loops. I need you to download it for me. I was like, all right, cool. Thought nothing of it, charged him like $5 for it. So I I downloaded it, uh, burnt it to the CD, gave it to him. And he was like, all right, cool, word. And then uh, I was like, yo, what is that? He was like, oh, it's a program where you can make beats. All right, cool. So I went home, installed it on my computer, and that was all she wrote, man. (laughs) Once I once I got into Fruity Loop, it was over. Like,
0: but what led you to Lo Because I remember I remember the different type of beats you'd make and you know, especially for different artists that had come in or whatever. But what, what attracted you to the lo fi scene?
2: Um, I think I had always made beats that sounded like that, that were in that in that lane. I think that uh <clears throat> after a while i think people just reclassified what that sound was called okay and and then just placed it in the lo-fi bucket rebranded it and like put it back out but i think it like it's always been my sound and i think that that's always been a sound that was native to um, not just specifically north carolina but the east coast but it is definitely a sound that um north carolina has adopted when you uh, go back and look at uh, groups like Little Brother and the Justice League um, mm-hmm. Night Wonder, of course um, Ski Beats who's from, uh, shout out to the OG Ski Beats from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina who did a lot of um, Reasonable Doubt
0: okay
2: right, so I think that it's, it's always it's always been a sound that I um, have associated myself with and then just more recently it's just become a thing, like oh uh, we'll call it Lo-Fi and mm-hmm. they just placed it like that, you know it's so I don't I don't really consider I don't really consider it a style that I chased as lo-fi. It was just like, okay, I like these drums, I like this sound, I like this gritty texture. Oh, that's what y'all are calling it now? Okay, cool.
1: Mm, all
0: right. Yes. Sir. Uh I like I I, rem, I remember I remember um I came across selection. Like what, I'm gonna say maybe fourteen, fifteen. And Then I heard you, like, primarily just making lo-fi. And I was like, okay. It was was pretty much the same camp. I didn't know that was a scene up until, I think, maybe, what, 15, 16? It kind of just, like, popped off. And then it started to become, like, a bigger community from, I guess, from wherever it began. Because then you had had Esther, uh, Joe K. Yep. It was just different it was mad mad at them girls they were just fucking beasts man and
2: um like sango katranata yeah sango yeah.
0: I, but I, I i learned about sango through spazzy rocket who's xavier omar now so, my, my Sango,
2: yeah yeah, yeah so. Sango,
0: yeah all of them they were all in that little camp or whatever and i never really go link go link yeah
2: it's a lot of people don't know go link came up through there Staba, yeah um who else? A lot Just of them used know. to spin
0: out here. All they all used to spin out yeah. here. Like, they do little local tours and hit up, like, uh theaters and small little The venues. Boiler Room. Yeah. The
2: Boiler Room is a big one. Low-end theory, <clears throat> which I don't think is a thing anymore.
0: but It was. Yeah,
2: def- definitely out there on the West Coast is is now, like, the hub for the music. You <clears throat> we got, we got way more listeners out there.
0: I used to live down the street from this theater. And you could just walk up on any night and just kind of like pop in and go to a concert or whatever. And they would just, they would bounce from, say, there's this spot called Bluefoot and it's like a, a older hip-hop bar or whatever. Um, so you'd go from their little show and then they'd spin at Bluefoot and then from Bluefoot they'd go down to like the office, which is like down the street from that. And they just split up the DJs whatever and hit up multiple venues in one spot. It was it's, it's a dope little scene, man. But yeah, it, I, I didn't, I didn't think that would be the route you went.
2: I just think it's more about like growth and maturity. You know, after a while, that uh, you know, trying to call yourself dancing, dancing and sweating it out for six hours a night. You know what I'm saying? You know, with, with the with the with the trap music and all that stuff is yeah. like, it wasn't it wasn't me. <clears throat> right. And then, like I said, it was it was really just like a, a return to my core of what I was already doing anyway.
0: Huh. What you got coming up in the future?
2: Honestly, I, I mean, man, with this with this pandemic, it's hard. It's hard to <clears throat> plan a year properly. I mean, like I was I was looking forward to doing, um, you know, festivals this year, and I would I would say I would like to do more festivals next year, but I don't know what's going to be what's going to be on and popping, right? Like like I was looking forward to um, moog Fest which I did last year and I was hoping to do this year, um, a three C festival, which is, you know, one of the things that I've been involved with for the past couple of years. Um, and then, you know, the whole Japan tour, which we're not flying down right now, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But I did a Japan, I did a Japan run last year. Um, I did, uh, six dates, but I mean, like to answer your question, it's it's hard to tell me. I'm I'm really just I'm really just making beats. Right.
0: Posting beats. Every Friday.
2: Probably put out a beat tape, you know. Nah. Just taking it easy right now, honestly. Um I
0: right. I'm wanna it seem I know it seems like I'm dominating with the question, but um you I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast. So it started from a place of exploring um mental health. Right, especially for black right. men, because that's you know it's always a stigma attached to that. Um, but we also talk a lot about our past experiences and growth overall from that. And I think this is a perfect time for you two <laughs> to have a conversation. Now, okay. At one point in time, you both had a history. <laughs> you can remember it but Mac does one point in time you two had a history because you know we all we all had our own individual camps it wasn't it, it wasn't too hard to fall into a spot and see someone you you didn't get along with because for a big place for a big place it was small enough for us to always kind of have you know not only have friction but always run into people too and at one point in time you two had some tension and what this is, what this is, is not a setup as a to put you on the spot, but this is more because Mac has talked about it a lot of times. And I don't know if you've caught the episodes where he's talked about having an issue with you at one point in time, but because you were always so level headed and constantly, like, I guess in a growth phase, you made it a point to make sure to let him know that whatever that was, it isn't. And y'all 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 good you know what i'm saying no. yeah I'm, I, I, say, I gotta be
2: honest i, I don't I, I, I think i think um i could probably remember one time where like okay so let, let me let me back this up right like if there was a tension i don't i don't remember where it came from and that's you know what i'm saying i think i think it was just two male egos right For but sure
1: I, talk about i
2: think the only i think the only time that i remember anything um happening and and this is cultural right this (laughs) is you know like you know even even within you know the united states you got east coast
0: west West coast Coast. you got south Um, you know i mean
2: i had borrowed a dvd from you and it was a uh it was like a like a ghetto fights volume (laughs) 19 something that's how okay
1: (laughs) all right you remember
2: the volume? Um, <laughs> and, um, I, I had it for like a week, right? <clears throat> and then you were playing cards with some people. And I walked by the table and was like, Yo, so my DVD? And I was like, Oh, snap. All right, let me go get it. And I couldn't find a DVD. It's, it's probably in my room or something like that. I just couldn't find it at the time. And I was like, Yo, well, I mean, and he was like, Yo, you better find my DVD. All right, well, I can see you're upset. So. I take the money out and I slide it across the table and then it was like all bets off after that. He's like, yo, man, you don't throw no money over here cuz cuz like, man, it's about to you know. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like I'm I'm, I, like, I lost your DVD. I'm trying to give you the money. I wasn't, I didn't throw it. No, I man, I I'm not trying to hear that. And I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm gonna leave this money here and I, my bad. I lost the DVD. My bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure and, at that uh, point
1: you probably threw it with a little intensity. Oh you God. know what I mean? <laughs> at, at that point, at, after me, because cause, no, 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 hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me talk my shit because okay, good, okay. I'm sure, like I'm sure, I came off over aggressive. Uh, back back then, I th- there was no level. There was no level headed for me so i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure i was showing out trying to be an alpha like go like he said It, it, it was a cousin there somewhere i don't believe it was the way he said it but i'm sure there was a few cousins in there
2: i just i just remember i remember i remember the square up right and i was like oh he's serious oh okay uh
1: yeah, you didn't take me serious. Hey, dog. That nigga didn't take me serious when I was up. That's what probably That's major. why I want to fight you right now. Matter of fact, hold on. I'm, I'm mad all over again. <laughs> nigga didn't take my square up serious. Nigga, so disrespectful.
2: Uh, no, uh, like, <laughs> not, not even not even like that. But I mean, then, then so you got to realize, you know, we're, we're talking like 19, 20 year old brains where yeah. it's a lot of testosterone happening. And it's just like, hey, I. Dog, I'm like trying to apologize and I'm trying to give the money. Maybe this came off the wrong way, but you know, uh in that 20-year-old brain and that male ego. For sure. It comes off as I don't care, man. You got your money, man. I don't
1: hundred
2: It is what it is. You're gonna jump, you know, and then walk away. You know, um But hold on,
1: but, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna start there because we was homies before that. For sure, for sure. You know what for I mean? Sure. We was homie's like I was. I've been in the room. You know what I mean. So that was, oh five, oh six. So you've been doing music at least since then, as far as as far as I know. How far does it go yeah. back?
2: Uh probably to about a year or two before that.
1: Okay, so like oh yeah. four.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, got you. Anyway, okay, my bad. Back back to what you were about to say.
2: Yeah, but I I think I think um, other than that which like i i can't I can't say that there's ever been like an actual grudge or anything, not at all um uh, with no. you, you know, uh, I think it was just I don't know, you know like 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 you said we were we were definitely homies, you know we had um, I ain't trying to out you, but we did jump in the studio a couple times, you
1: know? <laughs> I was trying to leave that part out man
2: tracks tracks I may or may not have on the old Toshiba laptop <laughs> hey pull them
0: out, man make hey, make it happen. <laughs> I didn't want to bring um, that part up either,
2: but but for real, I think I think uh, maybe it it, it was just a thing of people just drifting apart. You know what I'm saying? Because you did you did hang out with um, yeah with people yeah like uh, other people that I just didn't know, and Mm. then I ended up going to separate. You know what I'm saying? And then it I I think I think it just was what it was. I don't think that there was like an actual um, at least from my. I uh conscious beef or a conscious like no, dislike no. Or, or uh I was just animal. I was an animal end, back you know then, me?
0: bro. And in, in I was
1: a I was a animal. I was I had a yeah. lot of animalistic ways. In hindsight, no, I'ma call myself on my bullshit when <laughs> I do it, you know what I mean? But when we ran into each other, uh what was that downtown C Yeah. Uh on eye contact. I'm like, bro. Whatever it was, I don't even remember. We good, and we went in. I think we went in the club that night and had a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, was that like Heavens, Heavens, or Dream?
2: (laughs) Something, something on that strip. I think yeah, because Heavens was on the corner, and then you had what was the supper club right next to it. It was one of those.
1: I think it was Heavens. That was my first. That was actually my first night in Seattle. And the reason, yeah, I think.
0: Okay, yeah, I
2: think we got there around the same time too. So,
0: yeah, I brought it up because we talked about it a few times. He, and uh, again, we always explore the situations, things we could have been, we could have done better. Um, and it was, I, it was one of those moments where, I guess, for him, he, he like he was introduced to the solid dude that you are. You mean because, you know, you you have. A running with somebody in some some type of way, you think it carries on like till the next time you meet that person. Yeah. Right? Because I remember we, we was in another country, just another time, different way of thinking. Y'all run into each other years later and it's kind of, it can happen one of two ways. It could either be the continuation of that moment or it could be exactly how it played out where y'all was just like, that was what it was. It, it's not important. And then, Go share a moment together. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Pause. Not like that. Yeah,
2: yeah I yeah, just, yeah. I just think, I just think because there was, there was a mutual respect, and I think, yeah. um, you know, based off, of the way I've heard you carry, you to think, vice versa, the way that I carry myself, just as a human being, right? Yeah. Um, that there was a mutual respect there, and there, and I think that there have been no lines crossed, right? No. Um, not at all. Where, where maybe at, maybe it, some it, bruise you know, maybe some like, bruise egos that i had in the past where it's just like yo, that line was crossed and yeah it may not like i may not be like oh it's on site when i see you you know like i'm too over that but like yeah. you know <laughs> there's some there are some relationships where there's no get back
0: feel
2: because you. certain lines have been crossed and I, I just you know uh at a certain point some some of those like um animosities and stuff you got to get over them yeah. you know
1: yeah. It's 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 always it's always like he said it's always been respect. Um, the, I think the only thing that got hurt that day is probably some egos got bruised.
0: I think it's probably because you said his his rhymes was whack He was feeling away about it. Finally <laughs> saw you. Now I'm gonna say it's a DVD, but it's <laughs> <laughs> Street
1: Bro G- DVD. Nah, but look, let me let me get my let me get my. I'm not as familiar with your uh, catalog as as uh, Steve is, but I do know you're a juggernaut and a staple in the game, bro. You've been doing this for at least 16 years, to my knowledge. You see what I'm saying? So I don't care what you do or how you do it to do it for 16 years, you gotta be all right. All right? But you or, you or you gotta really love
2: what you do. Or really love yeah, what you do. Dude. But you
1: but you but you've done it, you've done it at a high level. You know what I mean? Consistently. Consistently, yeah. bro. And I do, I do look back in hindsight and I can have a respect for a man. You know what I mean? I, I made a joke about it earlier about him not taking my square up seriously. <laughs> but it's the fact that like, you know, you, you can you can tell a man from a you can tell a man from another type of person yeah. when y'all square up. Right? Like he stood uh-huh. he stood his ground, he stood his place and was like, Yo, bro, this is this is what we going through right now. He looked me in my eyes like if this is what we going through, this is what we going through. You yeah. I mean? And you have to respect
0: that. <laughs> I'ma tell a story. Uh oh. We was at the gas station. I was about to fight old boy. I never fought anybody taller than me. Yeah. Like, usually people are taller than me, and um, like maybe an inch or two. And you you could get in a pocket with them. And I've never Dog, fought. I was worried. Yeah. Tonight. I'm not going to. No, no, you wasn't oh, there. Okay. It was him Wing, or not. We
2: ain't going to say no names. Yeah, we ain't going to say no names. No, no, no. It was us two. Yeah, okay, good. Go, go. And uh, he wanted to just Dude, clear have up. The fear of God is too, man. He was, I was like, oh, He
0: was man. tall, but I never fought anybody tall. He's not as quick as me. Yeah. Right? So. I get in this weird ass says I've never been in my life. As she look at me, I look at him And I don't did he just like freeze or something? Um I'm, I'm buckling his kneecaps.
2: I, I think I think there was I don't want to incriminate. There was some other factors that had him shook.
0: Oh. Uh, all right. Makes sense. So you know <laughs> makes sense. I'm glad y'all
1: brought that makes up. There was, a, Go ahead. there
2: was there were some other things happening. That I think everybody was worried about, and then that situation just had to get diffused.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds, but, it,
2: but you know, hey, it, male egos, man. But yeah, you know, I the, think, Char, think Charlemagne said it the best, man. Like the male ego is the most fragile thing. But the the thing is, and I don't know how deep you've gotten into talking about that situation before.
0: I I don't because uh, because there's another party, and I try to be you know, right. and if exactly. somebody and if somebody hears it, of course they're gonna hear right. they're gonna hear the shit I put out there. But I'm trying to be respectful of, of the party and kind of keep keep exactly, it as minimal right? as so, possible. So I won't
2: I won't get too far into detail, right? But um, that situation, you know, there's different levels to like the there's, male ego and how how far it can be punctured, yeah. right? And in that situation, and knowing you and knowing the entire um, extent of the situation, I was just like, dang. I can't say what I would do in that situation. I would be on the same it,
0: but type of time. The, like. But the funny thing about it was, the understanding of everybody was completely off from what my my issue was. See,
1: so y'all, y'all can't right. keep giving y'all. y'all
0: no, no, no. I'm We we've talked about this before, but I'm we're being as vague as possible because again, there's somebody else involved. But so, the, the I, listeners I, is not going. to... No, that's understand. fine. That's fine. <laughs> they not. They don't need to. So, <laughs> I'll say, um, what. Where he was trying to live wasn't my wasn't my concern. I think you know exactly where I'm going with this. Yep. But, but where he yep. was trying to live, I didn't care about. I was I was somewhere else with it. I was I was I was in defense of something else, something more important to me. So. Right. And, and-
2: and that's the part that I felt.
0: And yeah, so you understood because you was always with Which me. Which the
2: reason why I even showed up.
0: But everybody else, and and yo, and it was crazy too because every time I see this dude, I just look him off. Not because any pressure, it's just like, he's not worth it. It's not worth it. And then it, one night, I don't know what time it was, but it was it was night. It was dark. That was the darkest spot we could be at. Nobody could really see us um, if you're looking. No cameras. And I just, yo, I just need back. Say no more. It, we didn't know what we was walking into. Mm. We we didn't know what we was walking into, but she's just like, all right. And just stood there, just wait, because he didn't know what was where. You know what I'm saying? We came from one end. We don't know what was posted up before we got there. Um, and we're just getting into it. And he's just popping fly at the mouth. And the whole time I'm trying to be like, yo, relax. Like, it's not about you. It's not about you. Okay, he 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 kept taking it somewhere. So I was like, you know what? Well, fuck it. We just got to do this, cause that's what he wants. That's what he needs. Yeah. So he can feel like, all right, I'm doing everything, everything I'm responsible for. Um, Win or lose, at least yeah. he he went there and stood up. That was his thing. But um, that was his ev- ego. everybody everybody had the idea that I wanted to get at him because of the situation, as opposed to. You know, what's what's the, what's what's the aftermath of something like that? You know what I'm saying? That that's that's what's important to me, or that's where my focus was. But, um, yeah, man, different. Like you said, different time, different. Yeah, quite so, honestly, I was laughing because you you and me, we out in the streets. You know what time it was. You know what type of time I was on. So it wasn't so much about. Right. Like he was doing all that for nothing. He was doing all that for his ego. But I, I played into it. I played into that moment. So. But I appreciate you and love you for that, though.
2: And I mean, you know, part of me, you know, when I got, you know, when you first called me, it was like, hey, man, this is the situation. We're going to we're going to pull up and, you know, this is going to happen. And I'm like, all right. Part of me was like, all right, I just need to go defuse this situation because I know this person and I know
0: they hide behind the law. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Definitely.
2: Right, so I was like,
0: "Yeah, I, I know, I, I, I
2: know, I know how crazy it can get."
0: Yeah,
2: and I know, for me, there's a threshold. There's a there's a there's a threshold of disrespect that I'm able to get to before you before you before I'm activated, right? Yeah, and I feel like sometimes my my threshold is a little bit higher, uh, you know, but. That yeah, that 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 was a lot.
0: He that was, was, doing, yeah. he was doing a lot yeah, of yeah, he was just a, a lot of weight way...
2: a lot of um, chest pumping. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, dog, like you. As as soon as something happens, you're gonna be screaming felony. What, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Man. You know?
0: He was a tough guy um, that night, though. He was he was super tough that night.
2: It's re- but it's really where my mind was at, right? Because it was like, dude, like eat like. Let alone okay, it's two of us, right? Yeah. It's just you. Like I will smash you, dude. I will smash you. <laughs> like wh- what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? Like just, yo, my man is trying to explain to you why he's upset, and and you're acting like it's a reality TV show and there's cameras out because you're talking crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You're what talking
2: the crazy. What
0: he was talking about,
2: like. Anybody else in that situation? Um, had we not been where we've been at, I, it would have just had to go
0: down. Way different, based, yeah.
2: Just solely based off of the talk, yeah. Solely based off of the talk,
0: but it was it, trying to. It was it like the intent was let's have a conversation, let's talk about it. Like like look, this is the point. Just back the fuck up. You know what I'm saying, and I don't know where he was at. I don't know what he came near with. Or what he was trying to do, but it would have been it would have been really bad. Like I'm really? talking about it down to the second, it was getting really bad for him. Um, it,
2: it was but, it was just a provoking a provoking thing. <clears throat> and if I'm not mistaken, there was there was a there was a time where I was, hey, yo, yo Steve, go to the car, man. Yeah.
1: Hey, so
2: hey, bro, I I don't know what you got going on. I'm just letting you know this almost turned out very bad for you. Yeah. And. It would behoove you to turn around, shut your mouth, and get in your car. Because this almost went a whole nother way.
0: Man, he almost got his ass what behind pump one and two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Streets,
1: I'm I'm listening I'm listening to you talk, bro, and I I feel like you was always maybe a little bit more mature, a little bit more grounded. Um even, nah, even no. back
0: then. No. no. Well, no, no. He 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 for 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 someone as young as he was at that time, did carry it himself. Yeah. Very mature, for sure. But was he hot? Yeah, he had his ways, for sure. No, for sure. you don't know. Like this, this plenty of nights. I, I was definitely, I was definitely on some hot shit. Uh,
2: so on, uh, on a couple of yeah. Occasions. So my question is <laughs> yeah. now: Have
1: you been? What's your experience with therapy? With therapy? Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've been to therapy on multiple occasions. Actually, I uh, um. <clears throat> You know, from even from the time I was in like middle school, you know, I, I was just mm-hmm. say I was just an angry kid.
1: Hmm.
2: Now I think to the black experience, right? Right. <laughs> right. I could I could say my story and easily to millions of other kids, right? Where, you know, I had a mother that was on drugs. <clears throat> uh, my father wasn't in my life. My grandparents, right? My grandparents were at odds. Um, didn't have a, a clear picture of what a healthy Loving marriage looked like what a functional family looked like, right? Come so, on, talk to
1: him, King. Uh, talk to him.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, so, so I was, I was, um, I was a loner. Uh, you know, I was the only child raised by my grandparents, and I was just a mad kid, right? And um, so, yeah, I was, I was in therapy. I think you know, I, I, I can say probably my earliest memories of therapy probably from like sixth grade when I was like 12, 13 years old, and uh, there used to be this little short white bus that was paid for by um, my health insurance at the time that would come get me after school and take me downtown to therapy and then bring me back. Um, Well, of course there's a stigma behind the little short white bus.
0: I was just about to say.
2: So, so after a while I just stopped getting on that bus because people would make fun of me for getting on the bus. Right. But um, yeah, that, you know, from like middle school till about um, sophomore year of high school, and then further on into my adulthood.
1: I wanna um, I wanna pause you right there real quick. Do you do you have kids? I I have, I do. I have a son. You have a son? Would you put yeah. your son in therapy in sixth grade? Do you recommend it? Um and what do you feel like you got from it I think, from therapy that young?
2: I think those um pivotal teen years, absolutely. Absolutely, um, because you're still trying to find your way, right? Or you're just beginning to realize what finding your way is. And, um, but I think, I w- or I would like to think that you know this situation is different. You know, like my boat is steady, for sure. You know, my son is home with both of his, you know, both of his parents. Um, but you know, I mean, time will tell. But I, I think honestly, uh, for two grandparents, for for my situation, for two grandparents that were, um, you know, we're talking an immense generational gap,
1: Mm.
2: right? And I think, um, you know, their style of parenting was trying to prepare me for a world that they grew up in vice a world that I would soon grow up into, right? So uh, I think in order... For there to be some type of understanding there, um, I think I needed the therapy because I didn't have anybody else that I could really talk to that would understand me.
1: So they kind of the therapists would kind of translate more so what you right what you were getting at home right because they you right. like you're, you're talking about um, you're, you're, the people that raise you your parents or your grandparents they ultimately give you the glasses that you wear through life absolutely right you know exactly. what I mean. So, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna try to relate to you here. I'm I'm shooting in the air, but I'm assuming they gave you a lot of fear-based thinking.
0: Yeah. Real it in. I got the bag, tell a friend She got some ass, bring it in Bitch, I'm the new the end yeah. hey. Dripping, really got the TikTok missing Bitch, yeah. pimping
1: hey. Broke niggas got me living wow. You Jordan a pimpin' yeah. I'm Kobe, I'm never gon' ditch it Don't miss it, I'm just in this fuckin' night. I don't trust nobody, it, it can't be fake Running ain't an option, control can't take And I'm tired of being humble, bitch, I feel no way. It's that young, young shit I might pull up to your bitch, like Real this I got the bag, telephone, she got some eyes, bringing it, which I'm the nose, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I got the bag, telephone, she got some eyes, bringing it, which I'm the nose, Jordan. In, in. I got the bag, she got some eyes, bringing it, which I'm the nose, seeing,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, if you don't do this, then this is going to happen. Hmm.
0: As, you know? as our, our parents and their parents do to them because um as you know now as a parent and as we know our parents or or our guardians they didn't really know my, well i can't say that about grandparents but parents for the most part are learning on the fly right, right. they yeah. they're taking their experiences and then they're also taking they're taking their their childhood experience their current adult experience and then they're using that to shape you on the fly it isn't like there's a manual or how to properly raise a child that's why the oldest child is always usually the most fucked up because they got a, <laughs> they they either got too little or too much or something right yeah. so it's always like the, the baby usually gets poured into that cup gets full you know yeah, what i'm saying because yeah. it's it's like yo i know what didn't work yeah. with you because you hear it, you hear it all the time
1: <laughs> if i did half the stuff he do i i have my teeth knocked out
0: it's mad listen You know what I mean? Don't let the grandkids come in the picture right now. (laughs) Grandkids, yeah, man. It's um, I will say something about it. You said the, the generational gap, but I do think that that generational gap is to your benefit today because of the the era and the the era, the mindset and the experiences that they had maybe didn't translate as well to you. In your adolescent, in your teens, in your early, your, your early 20s, but now, 30s, going into your 40s, uh, 50s, you're, you're an adult. I mean, like you're a parent. A lot of the, and, and seeing the world for what it is right now, a lot of the gems they dropped in you, you didn't realize they were gems until you take that step back and, you know, put those glasses back on that they gave you to see the world.
1: I don't think we have the brain capacity to do it for most of the stuff that they tell us. You know what I mean? Like it takes time to mature and, you know, to be able to decode some of the shit that they tell us. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> like for and, real. But, you
2: know, then, then to, you know, in, in a situation like that where you're being raised by your grandparents, I think um, whether whether consciously or not, I think a level of that is um, them knowing, hey, I'm not going to be around forever. Mm. And I don't know <clears throat> when. I will have another chance to drop these gems. So I'm going to give you the tools now. They'll make sense later.
0: Mm-hmm. And nobody ever tells you that. We're we just so... Right. You're you just so hell-bent on rebelling to whatever you're being given most times that you don't really see it for the gift that it is until later on, and you just kind of like... Yeah. Well, for
1: me, I think going forward, this kind of ties into what we were talking about last episode about... Um, the ogs reaching down you know with open arms and bringing up the youngins versus versus saying oh i'm going to give it to you hard because i had it hard but that's that's what good parents do though <laughs> but i think i think i think the biggest thing i know like you know from from this generation to the next generation we always try to relate and say oh man you know oh, juice world sucks your music sucks what is that you listening to it's not for us to relate to Mm. It's for us to understand. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not for me to relate to. I don't. I don't. I personally can't really listen to NBA Young Boy. I know he probably dope as hell. I don't know. I never heard a song, but I can't. <laughs> I mean, I see it. My son plays everything. He put me on a new music all the time. Like he loved the baby. I listened to the baby a little bit. What's on the radio? But he actually listens to the albums mm. and and put me on game. And I just realized some of the stuff just don't fit me. He be like, Daddy, can I play this? And he played some juice world. I can't relate. It's not for me to relate to. It's for me to understand that this is his thing. And I just gotta be here for the ride.
2: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I uh that happened to me um listening to my little brother's music. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm 14 years older than my little brother. And I'm talking 2016, 2015, 2016 time frame. He puts me onto uh XXX Tentacion.
0: I was just about to bring him up too.
2: And I was like, bro, give me the aux back. This <laughs> Yo, you didn't they didn't even mix this. What? He was like it doesn't matter. like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you you have been you been in Japan all the time, you come back to the states. This is what it is. Trust me, download this song off of SoundCloud. Next time you DJ a show, play this. Watch what happens. I was like, dog, I'm never playing this. Uh, <laughs> I'm never playing this, right? And then uh I go to a um I go to a uh, freshman party uh that my one of my frat brothers, uh DJ D. Will was DJing at Hampton University. And I'm just there to shoot video and pictures of DJ D Will, D. Will doing his thing, and it's in the student center. And he drops that. Mm, look at me, fuck on me. Like, and the crowd just, they, they're going crazy. I'm like, what? Like, dude, this song isn't even mixed. Like, the bass sounds horrible. <laughs> and he cuts, cuts the song and they know every word, right? And I was like, I, you know, I just remember, you know, going back to my little brother and being like, all right, man, who who do I need to know about, man? <laughs> all right, all right, look, look, Lil Pete, Lil Pete, and need to listen to Lil Pete, I was like, it sounds terrible. Never
1: but heard the song I, either. I
2: found myself, Lil right? Lil, Lil Peet, cool. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, if I'm if if I'm going to profess to be this whatever, like, 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 hey, I listen to everything. Everybody always says, that, I listen to everything.
1: You gotta open your arms.
2: <clears throat> I have to, right? So so then I found myself, you know, okay, give me a list. Okay, Trippy Red. Ah, I can't get it. I get just the screaming, right? Uh never heard it. XXX Tentacion. Um who's you know, actually who,
1: about- who's actually I didn't listen to his music before he passed away, but they kept comparing him to Tupac. And I'm like, hold on, bro. Let me go check it and out. He was really prophetic when, in his in his words.
2: Right when you when you really go and you listen to what these kids are saying, it's all pain, man.
1: Yeah, it's all it's all pain and depression.
2: It's all pain and this depression, and they are expressing themselves. Uh, in a different way, but you know, I can't say that we were so different.
0: <laughs> Yeah. No, it's the same thing. It's just you know, a, it's just
2: like
0: a, a newer version of of what we did. Yeah,
2: exactly right. And now we have become the ones that oh, that ain't music. Y'all, <laughs> yeah. young boys yeah. don't yeah. know nothing you, about. You those know the fu- you, you know what's the, the funny
0: thing though, right? When people say that shit, I laugh because I have to get a different perspective of it, right? Yeah. Um, I look back, and when people are mad at how kids are out there wilding mm-hmm. out, doing this, that, and the third, <clears throat> you know what's the one thing they forget? This is the generation we birthed. Yeah. These these are our, these are our kids. Yeah, these these are, are yeah, our little, our kids. These are our little brothers. These are our kids. So it's like when you look at them and you say you trash, you really saying I'm trash because this is my offspring. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. so who can you really be mad at when the music is trash? Yeah. It's really an evolution of what you gave them. They just took it and made it work for them, what yeah. what felt right to them. And like
1: that's that's you. I, I just trip off of Cause to us it seems fast, right? I asked my niece and her friend. I'm like, hey, what was what was your first drink? My niece was like, oh, I had some E and J for the first time. And then her and then the other one said her friend said she had some some hypnotic for the first time. You know what my first drink was? Boone's Farm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Was it? Masson. Paul Masson, Paul Paul, Paul That was your first one. Yep. What was yours? Um I mean I had a beer. It was a a Still Reserve. Okay, exactly. Like she had e- <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like E and J for your first drink is crazy. It was a 40 too. That's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah. Like was. my first drink was like what what is that shit called? What? It was like uh what is what is Bones Farm called? It's Cheap. like a, uh it's like an alcohol. It's a something cider or something like that. Has a name for it. Wine, it's
0: like cooler. A wine cooler. Oh, wine a cooler. Wine cooler. Wine it's cooler. like a wine okay, cooler. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean? I was I was baby stepping in the game. But you didn't know that was baby steps then. Like you just thought, oh shit. You know what I mean I got well, my hands on well, something?
1: They, I mean the OGS they gave it to me. Parmesan and
2: headaches, man.
1: That bro, Parmesan. Oh. I, but you was in the country. Y'all probably was out there making driving and, and shit. shit. Like <laughs> like uh our, our boy uh w- Skeet. He told me he started driving when he was twelve. Like driving, driving. Yeah, see.
2: And 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 it's the thing, this thing, right? I say North Carolina and everybody, oh, you from the country, right? Like, all right, I'm from Raleigh. Like, it's a city. It's, yeah, Raleigh. It's Raleigh like it's different. The you streets. know what I'm saying? Like you can you could be from you could be from like uh like Clayton, which is thirty minutes outside of Raleigh. Now that's the country.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. But Raleigh, like I never understood what people were talking about the country until I like went somewhere else.
1: You know. So people like people when people call you country,
2: you'd be like, or, like, The fuck? I live in the city. <laughs> I'm like dog, I'm in the city. <laughs>
0: but most people don't leave wherever they're from. So they just <laughs> sure. think anything outside of wherever I'm at. Like for the longest time I thought Virginia was country. And then I get there and they got buildings and I'm like, oh, it's different. Yep. It's it's just spread it's just spread out. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just figured if you don't have buildings and your roads, it take a minute to get somewhere. Or if you don't have a corner store, you basically live in the country. Yo, you know?
1: when I was in school in Chicago, yeah. um, I knew this dude who, uh, he was from Washington, D.C. And in my little 18-year-old mind at the time, I thought it was white and square in Washington, D.C. <laughs> so he was I was so I'm like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm on some L.A. shit. Like, hey, bro, where you from? You know, I'm from Washington, D. I'm from D.C. I started laughing in his face, homie wanted to take my head off my body for laughing at being from DC. He like, I don't know what you think it is, but like DC ain't sweet at the time. I had no idea. I thought only people that was tough was in LA. Okay, I don't don't
2: know what you think it is over here, Mo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Mo. (laughs) (laughs) That hey, bro. When
1: I say that nigga was hot. He was hot. DC different, bro. Yeah, he was ready to take my head off my shoulders. He, I'm like, I'm like, what you so mad for? Nah, come here. He was trying to get to me. He was mad. <laughs> he was mad. We was at, we was in school, so it got broken up. But I just think back in hindsight, like, um I had I had to go back and learn that it's real niggas everywhere.
0: Oh yeah. You
1: know what I mean? I had to go back and learn that. You know, to, to respect like yep, you know what I mean? I never I never ran into no bad situations to where but I had to like learn I I, I had to like once I realized how upset he was, I wanted to know why he was so upset. You feel I me? Mean? Because he was mad. Wait till you run into somebody from Cincinnati. You ain't
2: respect that square up, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, oh he he's serious with I, it. I definitely didn't respect the square up like, bro, you from D C you mad? Like But then I, I went back and did my research. D C is real
0: deal. Yeah. Yeah, taking it back though to the music thing, um, you did put me on to two people. Well I always knew you had like this extensive catalog when you came to, whenever you're doing your samples or whenever you find finding like kicks, whatever. Uh, Fayla you put me under that. Um, and Rhapsody, like early, early. And I remember when you told me about it, I was, you was just like, man, I'm telling you. I'm, this is like, what, oh six, oh seven, somewhere like that, man. Yeah, Rhapsody yeah. been around for a while. No, yeah, but he was telling me since then. Because oh, okay. he would tell me, because you you would put me on The Little Brother, uh, Ninth Wonder, and Nanny, he brought a raspity. I'm like, nah, I never heard that. Like, Yo, go find it. Go find it. I promise you. And then I just, I, I watch, it's almost like y'all shit, y'all shit is parallel because as you, as your sound and what you did evolved, what she did, not just, not only evolved, but just got better. Like, that's the best way to put it. Just got better. And, to To hear her now, if you haven't had the opportunity to hear her early, she's always just she's always just been a quiet killer. She's a flamethrower. She's just always been a quiet killer.
2: I'm telling you, man, and and like to be in North Carolina, specifically Raleigh and the Durham area, in that 2004 2005 time period. Was like the Renaissance for music for us, right? Because um, all of them were going to NC State, right? Um, <clears throat> and Ninth Wonder and them were like, he had just done the Black album. You know, he was like legend, yeah. right? Little brother at the time, legend. Like they were, they were the first ones, aside from Pete Pablo, in our area to have actually gotten a record deal, and you know, they had the uh, the music video on BET Jams and everything, but. Um, there was this organization that was—it um, was like a club that was there was on on uh, NC State and it was called H Two O, hip hop organization, right? Okay. And you had, um, yeah, all of these rappers, and they would always get together on Monday nights in the in the Freedom Expression Tunnel on NC State, and um, but Rhapsody was uh, this real quiet this real quiet chick. She worked at Foot Action in the Crabtree Valley Mall, and she did spoken word. And she had like a couple of spoken word CDs and stuff like that. And my man Charlie Smart's from Cooley High is the one that actually introduced me to her. And uh they were putting together this mixtape. <clears throat> and uh I just remember being like, yo, yo, you do you rap? Nah, I do I do spoken word, I do spoken word. And uh I mean one of the first times I ever heard her rap. Um, and I don't know if this sounds like MTV behind the scenes or whatever, but no. one of the first times I ever heard her rap was at my man, Charlie Smart's house in Cary, North Carolina. And um, we're at his crib and he had like this like studio room and he's just playing beats. And it's like me, uh, my man, uh, my man Arson is my man S-Gold, Tab one, um, Charlie Smart's Ballistic, AD. There's like a whole bunch, of, whole bunch of North Carolina, like Raleigh, North Carolina people, right? Um, I think my man, Ghost Dog was there and she was there. She was like in the corner. And uh, we're all just like ciphering, just trading trading, You know, uh, trading bars with each other And uh, The video from that night Is actually on The Netflix show The Rapture or something like that It's called it's, I, I forget what it's called, right? But um, if you go watch the one, the, the episode with Rhapsody um, Right before the show came out I get a text message from Charlie Smarts, And he's like, yo man, you just missed The Netflix documentary And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like the video that, that uh, there's a video of rhapsody freestyling you were sitting in the couch but they zoomed in on her and i was like man <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah you know so like being there from the beginning and like i was actually in the um i was in the room when um we were at my man uh tom foolery he had like a like one of the, the student houses near the campus <clears throat> and all of H2O was over there and Charlie Smart was like, yo, I got Knife wonder to come through. He's going to come through. And he's like, holler at us for a second. Oh snap. Okay. So everybody's packed in to this little small room and, uh, Ninth wonder actually pulls up and he comes in there and we're, like, we're playing them all his music, playing music. And, uh, he just starts going through beats, just playing beats for like an hour. And we're just sitting there. We're just like enamored with these big beats. And, uh, then um, we go back into playing them some more of the mixtape that we're working on, and Rhapsody had this song called "This Is the Life." It was produced by Tom Foolery, and uh, so he goes to play it. Gets like 15 seconds in, Mike was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Stop, stop, stop! <laughs> Who is that?" And we all like, "Oh, that's that's Marlena. That's uh, that's this Rhapsody." Whoa, whoa, whoa! That sound came out of you whoa, 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 wait a minute, right, so, all that's cool, right, like, he literally takes her, goes outside, they have a conversation, and we're all just like, yo, what the hell just happened, bro, (laughs) like, he's like, oh, yeah, man, I, yo, you got a sister named so-and-so, yeah, I went to school with your sister, yo, you got to take my number, man, yo, we got to do some work, and we all sitting there like, all right, cool, what about us, (laughs) You know, what are we going to do now? But, uh I mean, so I think that's the first time they met. And, uh like, Knife Wonder sat there, made a beat on Tom Foolish and then deleted it. <laughs> but uh I actually really probably learned how to make beats that night, too. Like, mm-hmm. by watching Knife Wonder make beats.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, how to chop samples and stuff like that. Yeah, man. So, like, and I want to say that was 2005, you know. So, seeing it from then. And then watching the progression um, through, you know, they had a group called Cooley High and then moving on to her solo career, like in the the early, like uh, 2009, 2008, 2009, um, you know, where she had like little freestyles on Knife Wonders mixtape to then putting, um, you know, her mixtapes and everything and then to being featured on Kendrick Lamar's album and then going on to doing her own things, man, like, it's, that's, yeah, that progression's been crazy.
0: Definitely, man. I do have a question, since we're on the music. Um, sounds a little disrespectful how I say it, because we talked about uh, Mr. West. Um And... Uh, do you think he still has some type of relevance? Now, I know again, I know it sounds disrespectful. We already know his impact in music. We, we, we know his influence. We know his body of work. I'm talking about the man, his relevance today in music.
2: I think, um, I think his impact on music is undeniable.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: But I think as far far as um being a rapper or a producer no right um Mm -hmm. and i say that to say this you can say what you want about kanye and um like it's it's a well-known well-documented fact that he's bipolar right he has mental health issues right Mm -hmm. so um you know i'm i'm not well read on the subject of you know, being bipolar or anything, but I know there's a whole, you know, slew of issues that that comes with. Um, but are you going to tell me right now that if if Ye comes out right now and puts his stamp on the next new artist to come out, right? People are going to be like, "Oh, Kanye's not relevant, so we're not listening to that." No, you listen to Travis Scott, you listen mm-hmm. to Big Sean.
0: I can't, I can't give him when Travis Scott though. He I can give him Travis Scott this
2: year. Then
0: because <laughs> Travis Travis like, is a beast on his own and he was out he was he was hot before he attached himself to Kanye
1: yeah but a uh, uh, alley-oop from Kanye like can do he, wonders for you I, Travis, and, and, I, that, and, that's was, and that's
2: what happened Travis was yeah. signed
0: just like designer yeah he was signed to Grand Hustle
2: yeah Travis was signed to Grand Hustle yeah so he wasn't and even had big a yet a couple singles but didn't do what didn't do right.
0: what Kanye did yeah, yeah. yeah but here's the thing as much as we say, Grand Hustle kind
1: of, doesn't do good artist promotion, by the way. Well, oh, they
0: pick. Anyway, don't mean nothing. <laughs> oh, as, I much
2: as, you, though.
0: as much as we say, <laughs> <laughs> as, like, as, like I said, yeah. say, what you, say what you say what you want about it. She but like she that, she that she, had a small, she had a little spark. She had a spark. She's
1: international act. Yeah, she's I see, international. I see what acts. you're saying. No,
0: I, I get that, but I mean. But for what we talking about yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. She, she, she Reggie she yeah. Reggie um, low low, mid I, really low mid I, I think I think though Travis Scott helped Ye more than Ye helped Travis well, because because Travis had a sound but, but, but mm. I
2: think but I think you know when you're talking music industry I think that's the way it should be right? definitely right so I mean you look at you look at like all of the um, you look at all of the successful record labels right mm um, whether it was started by an artist or not, the ones that are, that are, that have longevity is always, they spawned a bigger artist, right? Absolutely. Right. What? Like one of the greatest hip hop record labels of all time, right? Rockefeller. But who did they spawn bigger than Jay-Z? Hove. Aside from Yay. <laughs> well, that's it. Aside from
0: Ye. Right. No, like, I mean they 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 like most of the, most of the labels at that time. They had a run, right? they had that run where you know okay they they just basically piggybacking off of somebody who's hot. So we got Jay, then we're gonna push Bleak, while we getting Kanye ready, and then we push in uh, State Property, well, Siegel by himself. Like all all record labels do that, but I get what you're saying. They haven't produced someone bigger than the big act. Like they should.
1: I think Ye does it differently from everybody else, though, right? Like, all great artists have to constantly reinvent themselves, right? Right. We think When I think of reinvention, I think of Madonna, Jay-Z. Madonna got a British accent. (laughs) (laughs) She from
0: Jersey or some shit like that, bro. Instead of a
1: woman's business. (laughs) You're right. right. (laughs) Instead of a woman's business. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when I, when I think of reinvention, I think of Madonna, Jay-Z, uh, Snoop Dogg, E-40, people like this that are attached themselves to relevance, to whereas I think Jay-Z, Madonna, these kind of people use this more so to catch momentum, where Ye, does, Ye uses it more so to get to his next spot. Right, like when he attached himself to the Travis Scott sound or to the, um, the designer sound, he took that entire sound for his project. Yeah, but uh,
2: but but it, in in the in the same in the same sense, he is only putting on Front Street. Yeah, what already happens in the industry anyway. Yeah. But I mean but it, but it has you're, to happen. You're, you're able to see it now He the able moment. To see it now
1: but it's because it's only highlighted in yay because we get the subpar bars to go with it <laughs> That that came off crazy No it came out perfect but we get we get the we get subpar we get subpar bars on this album we get fire production the production is undeniable
0: the, the to his credit though to his credit um cuz we talk about his body of work when I think of albums, right? Mm-hmm. The evolution of albums, yes. he's the perfect example to use. Each album is starts to pull away from the last one yeah. to where it becomes its own thing. Yeah. And essentially that's what albums are, right? For the most part, you're 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 capturing a moment of a particular time frame mm-hmm. and you're creating from it. And he's done that each and every time. That's why when people go, like, well, why don't you go back to this sound? And he's like, fuck doing that. Like, I'm here to create, I'm here to be an artist, I'm here to evolve what I do. And I think when Jesus hit, everybody was like, oh, he lost his shit. To me, Jesus was hard as fuck. Jesus was hard. Like, but um, I like again, Yeezus. that's just me though. That, but, that's, because this, that's
1: Black Skinhead, Blood on Leaves, right? Oh my God. Yeah, like, because. Yeah, yeah, that was my album.
2: I love- I, I listen i listened to it one time through and i'm like all right i respect i see what you're trying to do there it made sense not my cup of tea right
0: when a single when I, guys I, I, know I, I but see what you did yeah yeah
1: but i mean but it goes back to what you said earlier i try to open my arms up like mm-hmm. like black head black skinhead grew on me the first time i heard it i'm like what the fuck is happening and then after a few more rounds, I can see musically and
0: sonically what he was doing. That's the album I was playing in the Vegas story that they call security. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that
1: black skinhead was on. They definitely I would I, I would call uh people on YouTube. too. Yeah, I, I would call. Right. Uh, they're having a party next door. Yeah. We're in Vegas, sir. And it was just it's yeah, out of control. It's out over it. of control
0: over here. <laughs> it. One black skinny kid comes out. What yeah. are we doing here?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was a dope album to me. Yeah, I, I liked it,
2: but yeah, I mean, I mean, like when when you look at okay, so you take you take um, record labels like like um, Rockefeller, right? Yeah, huge. Rough Riders, <laughs> huge, right?
1: All Def Jam, um, Murder Inc. That's still Def Jam, Murder Inc. Right? Like, all, yeah. all Def Jam, but like
2: those those labels. Okay, what did they do, right? now let's talk no limit cash okay. money let's talk it's good diff- music right it's different aftermath like sure. these these are labels death row you know so i put i put good music up there um with those type of labels right like the aftermaths right like look at who aftermath gave you.
1: man look g- good music confuses <laughs> didn't me. Aftermath good music conf- didn't aftermath for sure true good music confuses me bro one moment they together <laughs> The next moment, they're not together. It, who is in it's, good music right now? Please, can you can you please a, help me?
2: I mean, it's like it's like a collective, right? So, like, I'm, I'm not Sean not sure is I'm there? it was right now, but um, I, well, I think Pusha T is the president. If I'm not right, mistaken.
1: He, he's the president. Sean um, is Sean there still?
2: But yeah, but even but even he's got his own label going on right, right. now. Right, uh, uh Sean is there still under contract? I think. Um, i thought i just recently saw a story that uh yay owed him like three million yeah, or something but this uh actually detroit Two was his last album on good music okay so i think he's a free agent at this point um Tiana? i'm not sure if two chains is still there
0: yeah see i get confused yeah i don't know if Chains is there I'm, i don't know I, where Chains at. Like, honestly like,
1: one moment you see a picture with all of them in a circle and then the next two months later it seemed like nobody's nobody's on good music except for T. yeah but but Kid Cudi's
2: left. Kid cudi to? To be yeah. He's been left. If it's if it's a business, if it's a business, does everybody label have to be friends?
1: No. Not at all. Nah, not at
2: right. all. I mean, like even even like Schoolboy Q said, he was like, "Yo, we we all cool, but like we don't never even see each other."
1: Yeah, we people separate different talking, lives.
2: People be talking about this 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 Black Hippie album. He's like he's like, man, y'all y'all say Black Hippie like. We don't even be in a studio together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because these
1: people—you got to think—all these people are from different parts. Like Schoolboys from South Central, uh, Kendrick is Compton, um, J. Rock is Watts. Watson is from
0: Carson. And, Absol, uh, from Absol from Carson. Is
1: from Carson. Have you Have you ever heard the biography of Absol? I got all Soul albums.
0: Soul is Soul is a beast,
1: but nobody, just, nobody paying my attention. It's, it's that one song though. I think it's the biography the of
2: Absol. It, man, if I'm honest, J. Rock is probably my favorite. Off of T V E right now.
1: OJ mm-hmm. Rock or New J Rock?
2: J Rock. OJ okay. Rock was different. Yeah, OJ it's, Rock was different. Rock. Yeah,
0: okay. I remember.
2: Hey, I'm a absolute fan. And you know, you know, you know what's funny, Mac? I put you on the K Dot, and you were like, oh, "I don't know about this." What, but, but this, this is back when I was like really heavy into like reading Double XL, and I was like, "Yo, y'all got to check out the freshman. Y'all got to check out the freshman." And he had that monster freestyle out.
1: Mm-hmm. Is this is this in Japan or on the Lincoln?
2: This was, this was in, uh, yeah, this was in Washington and I was like, yo, I was like, yo, um, this kid, this kid, uh, Kendrick Lamar got this, got this, uh, this freestyle out and he, he's up there with like Meek Mill and Mac Miller and all that. I was already hip to Mac Miller had just found out about Meek Mill, but I was like, yo, this dude from your neck of the woods. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I don't like his voice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's everybody's beef with him. And I still say, yo, just listen to what he's saying. Like, if you can listen to Eminem's voice, yeah. you can listen to Kendrick's voice. I'm still not the biggest
1: Kendrick Lamar fan. He makes great music. I still bang it. Don't get me wrong. But to this day, I'm still a bigger Big Crit fan or J. Cole fan than I am a K-Dot fan. And I'm, from, and I'm from the West. I love him. He makes great yeah. music. Like, uh, Pepper Butterfly is my shit, top to bottom. Um, you know what I mean? Most of, his, most, of his, most of the stuff he's put out is my shit. But... If I it went around that time, it was Big Sean, Crit, K Dot, uh Cuddy, Drake. They, they were all kind of catching steam at the same time. Cause I remember having a conversation like conscious music is in now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I remember FGC was up in um Dakota.